KRCL, Salt Lake City. Support for Radioactive on KRCL comes from our sustaining members and Mark Miller Subaru. Hello, what's up, bros and dudes? How are you? Hope life is good. You're tuning in to Radioactive on KRCL 90.9 FM. I'm Efro from Loud and Clear, and we're sabotaging Radioactive this week in the best way. I'm super stoked to be hosting this hour today. Hope y'all enjoy. Um, so, we live in a male-dominant world, y'all, and we love the men. We really love them. But honestly, I'm kind of getting tired of men being fully in charge most of the time. Um, <laughs> as many of you know, there have there's been a lot of crazy stuff happening in this country. Um, this last month, many women have fought against male-dominant representatives to maintain their right to have safe abortions. And now in the last couple of weeks, we have heard the news of the two major mass shootings that occurred in New York and Texas that have stirred up the news world. Um, I just want to say, if you've been feeling anxious, stressed, or depressed <laughs> these last couple of days, my friend, you have every right to be. Um, I once heard from someone that it's hard to be okay when we live in a quote-unquote not okay environment. I myself have lost a little bit of sleep these last few nights because I feel so sad for the families of all these victims and upset that our leaders in this country care more about what a woman does to their body safely rather than making public spaces safer for black people, other minorities, and even children. Now, I'm going to challenge all of you, including myself this week. I want us all to sit down, relax, and take an honest reflection on yourself and your set of beliefs. I've been hearing from so many people and the internet that despite the government witnessing these acts of terror happen, the worst part of it all is that nothing is going to change. Whew. And for so many people, and so many people believe that nothing is going to change because nothing has changed. But listen guys, I'm a firm believer of change. I have so much faith that if we one by one and as a collective stand up, grow up, and educate ourselves, we will see change and hopefully eventually make this world a better place. So this week, let's all commit ourselves to read a book, question our beliefs, and most importantly, Take a bubble bath because it has been a hard week and gosh dang it, you deserve it. So moving forward, as I mentioned earlier, we live in a male dominant society. Everywhere we go, we look to men as the leaders, the ones who make breakthroughs, the brave ones. And I'm kind of really getting tired of this normality. Just today on the train, I was trying to find empowering hype songs for my breaks and honestly, I had a hard time finding songs from artists I like who identify as female. I'm wondering what Spotify looked like if more women had the balls to put their music up. And I say this because I am a femme-identifying artist myself, and I have noticed that the main thing that's stopping me from seriously putting my work out there and fulfilling my dreams is fear. And you know what? Studies have shown that men do tend to be more fearless than women, because that's the way we've been brought up. Fortunately, we live in a time where it is more common to see female leaders and creators. I have been so inspired by women who do have the balls to be leaders in a male-dominated world. 
As we're working to see more of them, I am super excited to announce the title of tonight's show, Badass Women in the Entrepreneurial Industry. We have a very special guest with us tonight, and I am so proud to introduce y'all to Isa Jade. Yay! <laughs> uh, I think so. Yeah, Isa is a badass creator and leader herself, and I'm so ready to explore what it takes to be a fearless woman in this industry and what a day in a life looks like for a working artist. Um, so Isa, where are you from? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I was born and raised in West Jordan. I've lived in Utah most of my life. Um, I, should I bring that one? Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, I was born and raised in West Jordan. Uh, I have bounced around in Salt Lake. I'm currently in Sandy. Um, I spend a lot of time in Salt Lake, though, with um, the art scene and music. So I'm Love pretty that. involved, which is pretty fun. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I met Isa by working together at Whole Foods Market. Um, Isa, you always had this fun, outgoing, confident, beautiful aura about yourself and when we both left Whole Foods, I saw on your Instagram that you were selling handmade clothes and jewelry that you created. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I love how you emphasize streetwear, authenticity, and self-expression. Um, I love how ballsy you are to sell stuff online and open up the business. Um, so what finally led you to that leap from working as a cashier in Whole Foods to claiming this life as an artist? I think that both pathways are pretty difficult. Uh, I would say me following someone else's rules is hard for me and also me making rules to follow is hard for me because I just want to do everything all the time all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, leaving Whole Foods was something that I felt I had to do because I wanted to honor who I was in a deeper way. Yeah. Um, I want more time to create and I'm willing to go through some struggle in my life in all the ways to honor that for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm happy. I mean, it's not easy all the time, but I'm really happy that I uh, I stepped into something new for myself. Yeah, I love that. I love how you mentioned honoring yourself, mm -hmm. like almost respecting yourself enough to like do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, so why do you do what you do and how did you get started in this? Um, so I started making art about four years ago. I started making these little resin floral earrings and then people like like them and then they wanted to buy them and I'm like oh you want to give me money for stuff I make that's so weird mm -hmm. and then it kind of grew from there and I've ended up getting into a lot of different pathways of painting and screen printing and clothes and design and um, you have to be able to pivot when you're a creator and mm -hmm. do something different if it's not working yeah um, so a lot of change has been had but I'm happy with where I'm at yeah, love that for you. Um, so why jewelry and clothes? I would say I'm someone who's very passionate about expressing. I've mm -hmm. always loved fashion. I love being who I am on the outside and the inside. And I find that through clothes and jewelry, I can create opportunities for other people to be expressive. Okay. Love so that. it's kind of like sharing who I am for other people. And it's important to me. I think when we express ourselves, it creates more of a community, an environment of openness. Because, mm -hmm. like, why suppress who you are when it feels the best to be who you are all the time? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. It just feels so good to really be who you are. Um, so 
you mentioned that self-expression and streetwear and like authenticity, being who you are is important to you. Um, if we were to get deeper, like why is it so important to you? It's important to me because art rules the world. Mm-hmm. Creativity rules the world. Ideas rule the world. Mm-hmm. And if people held back their ideas, we would have a lot less progression in society. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we build off of each other and are open to sharing, we can find something new and something deeper that we can all explore together. Mm-hmm. And I'm adding to that collective by sharing my ideas and in hopes to inspire other people to do the same because we all have so many amazing ideas and there's enough room for everybody to shine. I love that. I love how you mentioned that there's um, enough room mm-hmm. for everyone. Like anyone can do this. Yeah. Like it's not just a select few that go out there and create a business or um, create art. Like. I just love how, like, you're at a leader in that sense of, like, you can show that everyone can do this. Yeah, and the idea of art is so subjective. And Mm -hmm. it's funny when people say, like, I can't even draw or Mm -hmm. I could never do that. And it's like art can really be anything. Like, art is just the idea of expression in the act. And whatever you think is artistic and makes you feel expressive, you're an artist. And we all are artists together. Yeah. There's not, like, some people that are just born with skills. Like, Mm -hmm. it takes time. Yeah. And it takes consistency. Yeah. No, yeah, I hear that a lot, too. Or, like, oh, well, I am not a musician. Or, yeah, like, I can't paint. So yeah. I, I can't be an artist. But, yeah, like you said, like, whatever makes you feel creative yeah, makes you an art. artist. Yeah, yeah that's like, art. You're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. Um, so what makes you stand out in this field? I think I'm pretty crazy, to be honest. <laughs> I love I that. <laughs> love loud. Like, I like to take mm-hmm. things to the absolute max. Like, I'm a maximist. So, I mean, I just want to make things as sparkly and glitterly, glittery <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as possible. And I think that that kind of creates my style. Mm-hmm. And it's coming to a point where people actually recognize my style, which is really cool. Like, it's pretty established now. But it's yeah. taken definitely a couple years for me to hone that in and, like, really feel like attached in a positive way to what I'm creating mm-hmm. you know? yeah 100% <laughs> I mean guys if you are seeing Isa right now she has a buzz cut <laughs> that's bleached <laughs> and she has hearts all over around it I do. she's wearing um her print like that she made and it's yes. like super psychedelic vibe I love it I have a print at home <laughs> yeah it yeah uh Issa definitely stands out especially being in Utah like I feel like it's just so different and I love it Thank I you. love I love the loud I love the bold yeah I don't hold back yeah I <laughs> <laughs> love that um so hmm what because you stand out in Utah like how does that make you feel sometimes Mm, I think some people like when I walk down the street Mm -hmm. I want everyone to look at me (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even gonna lie like (laughs) I have a lot of tattoos I get a lot of comments about them and I'm not a shy person Mm -hmm. so I mean if anyone wants to ask me anything talk to me I always just make sure that my body language is very open Mm -hmm. so I can be receptive to people that do want to talk to me Um, And Utah's a really interesting place. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was involved in the underground scene really young. Mm -hmm. So I think I just kind of got thrown into like a really loud environment at a young age. So it all seemed very normal to me Mm -hmm. to be like that. Yeah. And I've definitely been in contrasting situations, but it doesn't make me be less of who I am. 
I love that. Um, how did you get into the underground scene so young? Um, I actually worked with somebody at a restaurant, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Hey, like, if you want to hang out tonight, I'll take you to an under like to a show." Uh-huh. And I had no idea what that was, and that was the first time I heard house music, and I like absolutely fell in love with like the feeling of bass in my body, mm-hmm. and I pretty much have just been addicted ever since. It's so artsy and beautiful and weird, like just so many weird things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you guys don't know by now, she loves weird, loud, artsy, yeah. exciting things. <laughs> I, do. I love that. Yeah. Oh, it must be so nice to be exposed at such a young age. Because I feel like yeah. you, I don't feel like you don't really see much of that here unless you like really have to look. Yeah. Not many people are exposed to that so often. So. Yeah, and I also was exposed so young. I kind of like saw too much, I feel like. <laughs> but yeah. also like I learned that there is like balance mm-hmm. in that lifestyle. So I mean, I've taken breaks from it for sure, but I'm definitely stepping back into it, which feels really aligned for me cuz I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that for you. Um so uh, right now, are you currently, like, do you have your own, like, how are you selling your own stuff right now? So, I actually, uh, built a website. Okay. Through Square. So, isajade.com is kind mm-hmm. of my main thing. Okay. I do, like, markets, and I try to do a storefront with one of my close friends, and some things work and some things don't. Mm-hmm. And not everything is guaranteed, but I think just being consistent in what I am doing is going to eventually make me, like overcome the hill you know yeah of, like the struggle yeah but online mostly and just like friends like word of mouth i would say okay yeah. cool cool um how is your business affected with the micro trends and demands of customers wanting your clothes um uh how your how does your inspiration keep up with the constant change in the fashion industry hmm. i actually don't know anything about fashion mm-hmm. i am my own wave a fashion I okay. would say um yeah like I just keep it genuine and I think mm-hmm. that's what kind of makes it stand out is I actually don't keep up with trends I gotcha. don't keep up with anything because I am the trend in like love a very that. humble way like I yeah. just think anyone can do whatever they want and mm-hmm. if you love it you should just do that wow amen sis <laughs> that was so good I love that you are the trend you are the beauty standard like we off. all are like there's yeah. Like, they, there's, like, this 1% of, like, this is what we should do, mm-hmm. but, like, what do you really want to do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I just love how there's this constant theme of being yourself, like, 100%. Like, I just love how you flat out said, like, you don't follow the trends. Like, you just freaking do what you want to do. Whatever's pretty to you. Whatever, like, catches yeah. your eye. Yeah, like, I have, like, this, like, weird thing with style. Like, some mm-hmm. days I just wake up and I want to look this way. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up the next day and I want to look this way. Like, there's not really any consistency in that for me. Yeah. I love change. I really welcome it into my life. So whenever I want change, I just go for it. Cool. That's awesome. So, okay. So one thing I want to ask is, I know that you opened up a business after you left Whole Foods. And you opened it up in Provo. Yes. Um, so what was it like? Um, being in Provo 
first of all. <laughs> it was very contrasting. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my best friend are both super expressive and loud, and we totally thought we would just, like, change the game in Provo and, yeah. like, show them what's up. Mm-hmm. And it actually backfired so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we both had to ask ourselves if we really want to do this mm-hmm. you know is this really what we want to do and we both decided yes yeah, this is what we want to do but it's just not going to be here mm-hmm. and that was a great opportunity for us to accept change and do a pivot and yeah. we both are independent now and just loving both of our journeys and you grow a lot you know it was really hard that whole experience there's a lot of things we didn't know mm-hmm. and now we do <laughs> that's good that's good to know uh i loved going to this one event that you threw though um it was like a live rave dj set but then you also like hosted a bunch of other artists to like Mm -hmm. come in sell their paintings sell their clothes like that was just a whole vibe uh what made you want to do something like that um this kind of goes back to my love for the music scene like i Mm -hmm. love art i love music i love bass music so provo obviously lacks culture in a lot of areas and (laughs) i just wanted to show them what's up so i'm like we're gonna throw a show we're gonna get vendors we made a little stage with black lights um and it was kind of like on a whim we did that event and the turnout was super awesome and we started a little community out there and i'm really grateful for that i love that well i have a song coming up you guys it's called reveyor by sholin cowboy and manone and it's a song that isa suggested so we're gonna get a little bit of taste of her music right now um yeah just take a little break thanks for listening all right guys that was reveyor by Man- uh those people (laughs) okay welcome back um we just had a good break uh so uh just so you guys know it's radioactive right now and you're listening to loud and clear we're taking over radioactive um today's show is badass women in the entrepreneurial industry so welcome back i have a special guest with us tonight it's Issa jade um so yeah we're on our seg- second segment of tonight's show. Okay. So our second segment of tonight's show is what it looks like being a female femme person in this world. Um, so as I was mentioning earlier, like women tend to not be the leaders of our society because of fear. And men tend to be more fearless Uh but we're trying to change that. So anyway, uh, you got to be pretty fearless to start your own business and sell your own stuff and your artwork and just let your voice be heard. So we have Isa tonight who is definitely all about that. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Isa, what does it look like being a female femme person in this industry? Um, yeah, what are your feelings about it? Mm, I think it looks awesome. I think it looks powerful and I think it looks like something new. Um, I would say I naturally have a pretty dominant personality, which I think very much helps me as a female in anything that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I have had moments of maybe being pushed to the side, um, but I love what I do and I'm very passionate and I'm not afraid to use my voice. I love that. Um, So you said that it comes to you naturally. Um, How does it come to you naturally? Um, So 
I mean, if you go back to, like, psychology, like, researchers have, like, done studies about uh, personalities that you're kind of born into naturally. Mm-hmm. And I would say I'm, like, dominantly, like, a red-blue personality if mm-hmm. you, like, really want to go to the books. Yeah. Um, in sports, I was always a leader. I was always sitting at the front of class in school and answering questions. Like, I just have always not really felt fear when it comes to taking the spotlight and th- taking the lead of things. I love that. So when it comes to running my own business, like... I have to be the leader, so I just have to own it. Yeah. You know? I love that. Did you have any, like, figures in your life that inspired you to be this dominant person? I know it comes to you naturally, but, like, who do you look up to? Um, so my dad actually owns a custom framing business in Sugar House, artistic framing, and he loves what he does. And I've watched him go through the struggles of running his own business, and mm-hmm. I think throughout all of that he still loves it. So I would say, like, he's definitely very inspiring to me, and I really look up to him, and he's definitely helped guide me in this whole process, because it is hard. Yeah. But it is worth it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, So what is it like being a female business owner in Utah? I know we briefly touched on that earlier, but yeah, like, why in Utah? Um, I think Utah, just because this is where I am and I've learned to love what I'm being presented Mm -hmm. um I do think that Utah might have some like social restrictive ideas Mm -hmm. and I think for me it's more of like a catalyst to get over that and overcome that and show them what's up yes (laughs) yeah like I'm not gonna conform to the idea of what you think it is like let's just create a new idea yes I love that (laughs) I love how challenging you are oh my god you should like write a book or something like I kind of of am writing a book, but it's not like a book. It's more Mm. of like a collection of contemporary essays that I have never shared. I love that. one day, you know. Yes. Maybe when I die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love this idea of just challenging it. And like we were talking earlier, like, you know, a lot of artists tend to move out of state Mm -hmm. and like trying to go to places where this free spirit and culture already exists. And you're just out here in Utah trying to break these boundaries and just it's just absolutely amazing that you're doing this. I've actually been told you should go to L.A. like you should go to New York. Yeah. And you could go and do that and step into a scene that's already really alive Mm -hmm. or you could stand out like you stand out in Utah if you're doing like art because there's not a super huge culture for that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a however you want to look at it like perception. Right. And you know it a lot of people look at it like oh like there's not that much competition but like again like I totally see it as like you're here and you're breaking these boundaries and you're changing the way that this community is and it's just if anything that like uh puts such power in like that like I don't know like it's just awesome thank you yeah I love that <laughs> um so what are the benefits in being a woman to uh, run your own business and show your show up the benefits of being a woman yes the benefits of being a woman are I think women naturally have uh, an idea in society of being motherly and nurturing and kind of playing this role next to a partnership Mm -hmm. and I think that the role that I play is very independent as a woman and I think it's important because it kind of redefines those roles Mm -hmm. I don't need anyone to accompany me in my success running a business say that again you know like I can figure it out like I don't know how to like look it up on YouTube like I'll figure it out yeah (laughs) yes 
I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, what are the pros and cons of being this independent person? Um, the pros of it are when successes are reached in my mind. Mm-hmm. I know that I did that for myself. Mm-hmm. I think the cons of being independent is me learning how to ask for help mm, and me yeah. learning to lean into other people. Um, I've recently like stepped into a new community of artists and there's a lot of power in networking. Yeah. And I think that gatekeeping is something that gets really misconstrued as an importance as an artist. Yeah. But there's so much more to learn when you're open to other people helping you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of the same way where I create my own music by myself and you kind of like, I don't know, it's really hard when you're always about yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely some, a skill if you're such an independent person to reach out, ask for help, collaborate, because yeah, like you're just always in your head all the time. But Yeah, and like it's amazing how many people are even out there like, that mm-hmm. you don't even know about because you don't ask for help. Like, right. People love helping people. Like, mm-hmm. Everyone wants you to succeed. Like, We all can share success together, Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. Um, I also have a sticker from you that says create to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean to you, create to connect? I think uh, create to connect is my goal when it comes to when I, when I put something out into the world. I want people to feel connected to not only the, what it is that I'm putting out, but I want them to feel connected to me or feel more connected to themselves Mm-hmm. Or more connected to nature or a hobby. You know, like, art is meant for connection. Like, that's what community is about. Yeah. And whew, it does take a lot of work to put yourself out there sometimes. Yeah. Like, people would come in when we had the storefront and yeah. they would laugh. Really? At the clothes. Or no they would way. be like, wow, like, who would wear this? What? And it's really hard to not take it personal, mm-hmm. um, but just learning to love what I do, and not everyone's going to love what you do, but does it make me love it any less? Yes. And you just also got to learn that, like, not everyone's going to like your stuff. And I think that is what also plays into the sphere aspect, is, like, you have this feeling that, like, oh, my God, I need everyone to like what I do, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, I don't know, I, get, I sense this feeling that, like, you don't really care about being liked by everyone. I love myself. Yeah. So deeply. Yeah. And I think the validation factor is definitely something that I had to work through mm-hmm. because I'm a human and it's very programmed. Um, but if you really love yourself and you look in the mirror and you love that person, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if anybody else loves you as much as you love you. Yeah. You know? 100%. I love that. And that all stems down to being fearless. Um what challenges have you encountered? Um, I know you said that you started a business mm-hmm. and then it failed. Um, uh, how did you overcome these challenges too? Mm, I think just to touch on the idea of failure is yeah. very interesting because I think it is very easy to think of the business not working out as a failure, mm-hmm. um, but really it's a really big learning lesson. It's a really big opportunity to grow in a new way. Mm-hmm. So I think taking failure as a catalyst to catapult yourself in a new direction is really the most ideal way to yeah. look at anything in any career. Like failure is very helpful for you to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't even per se believe in the word, word failure because it's not like you actually failed in something because mm-hmm. um, this quote unquote failure is all a part of this 
divine journey that yes. you're in. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, how did you, like, how did you uh, deal with those emotions? Um, so, I'm a yeah. Pisces. Not even gonna lie. I cried all the time. Yeah. I cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm sad. Mm -hmm. I think I journal a lot. So that's really important for me. I'm very attached to my spirit in a healthy way. Like I meditate a lot and make sure I have time for myself. Yeah. To come back to myself when I do feel like I get lost in my head or my emotions or my Mm -hmm. thoughts or my ideas or stories. Yeah. You know, just coming back to yourself and reminding yourself that it's okay Yeah. to go through it and feel it and mm-hmm. come back to the present moment. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the masculine and feminine energies? Yes. Um, it seems that you're very in touch with both the masculine and the feminine, and I really love that. Thank you. Yeah, in case y'all don't know, like, the masculine is kind of like this uh, – organized energy um always on the go and then the feminine is um very in tune with your emotions and how you feel um how do you would you say you're more masculine or feminine i am definitely more masculine yeah my femininity has been something that i've had to step into in probably the last year i've always felt like i have to be tough and like just take it and like put on this hard shell and um recently i actually felt that it didn't feel good anymore i'm Mm. like why do i always try to make myself be this tough idea that i'm not like i'm really sensitive Mm -hmm. and like i'd rather just like be sensitive than like go and cry alone in my room yeah you know so just coming out of that has been really amazing to find more balance because it doesn't feel good to be extreme on any end you know Mm -hmm. yeah i love that i'm Wow, the more you speak, I'm like, I relate so hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. I think balance is where it's at. Yeah. So, why do you think you belong in this industry? And how do you believe you're going to make a change for women entrepreneurs? Mm. I belong in this industry because I'm passionate about what I do. And I'm Mm -hmm. passionate regardless of other people's perception of what I do. Mm -hmm. And I think that... The goal of creating is to be expressive, but it's also to inspire other people. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've said inspire like so many times in this, no, but yeah. it's, I really think it's important. Like I want to create opportunities for people to be inspired mm-hmm. and I want to stay open. If people ever want anything to learn anything from me, I think I want to just stay open to helping other people out in yeah. the industry. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what sets me apart. Mm-hmm. And also staying humble is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I love this selfless approach you have of, yeah, doing this for other people, like inspiring other people. You definitely have inspired me. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, like, I just think it's so ballsy. Like, it takes a lot of guts because everyone knows that starting a business is really risky. Mm-hmm. And you flat out experienced it. Yeah. But, like, again, like, this is just so cool that, like, you're still pursuing this you're still come out of this and you're like gonna come back stronger than ever like Mm -hmm. it's just amazing like yeah you hear a quote-unquote failure Mm -hmm. but you're never failing and like the fact that you just took this risk is just absolutely amazing and like that's the whole point of like being an entrepreneur right like you're gonna have to take risks you're gonna have to invest stuff and win some and lose some and but like you just keep on going it's pretty cool 
Yeah, and you know, it's, what's funny is I think when people start a business, they're like, okay, hey, step one, step two, step three. Yeah. And I, I don't, I'm just chaos. It's <laughs> a ball of chaos, like yeah. going through life. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a niche. I don't have really a set style all the time. Mm-hmm. I do what I want when I want to do it. And I think people maybe suppress what they want to do because they stick to the rules, you know, mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, what are you supposed to do? But also, like, humans are more com- are comfortable with being comfortable. Yeah, and but like, we don't grow in comfort. Yeah, we don't grow in comfort, and it's just interesting. Like, we mm-hmm. we would rather be comfortable than happy, which is interesting. Yeah, people would rather make money and stick to something that sells than do something that makes them feel alive. Yeah. And that's that's something to think about because it's never about the return financially. It's about mm-hmm. the return you get. Yeah. With yourself and here, you know. All right. Definitely. I'm going to think about that and quit my job after this <laughs> <laughs> talk. Just kidding. But yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, but yeah. Do you have anything else you want to touch on about being a female in this industry? Mm, I think just constantly redefining what that looks like is really important mm, and yeah. consistently stepping into what makes you feel good and like you said like stepping out of comfort is really important stepping out of the role of what the feminine is supposed to be in society or what women should do mm-hmm. you should just do whatever you want 100 percent. yeah like just do what you want <laughs> yes i love that all right um okay up next we have uh i follow rivers by lucky wee and lucky wee just released a new album y'all should listen to that thanks for listening it's been me efro and isa jade um yeah hope you enjoy the music hello y'all welcome back to krcl 90.9 you're listening to radioactive tonight's show is about badass women in the entrepreneurial industry i'm efro and tonight we are we have a special guest, Issa Jade, and our last segment, we were just talking about women in the industry, and right now, we're going to be discussing um, community and having a business and community. So, um, Issa, I loved coming to Blooming Jade, your former business, and seeing the mix of live music and the selling of art come to play. Um we'd like elaborate on that like tell us what that was all about um so blooming jade was a collaboration with me and my best friend and we wanted to create a magical beautiful space of creation inspiration and love like we want people to walk in there and feel loved (laughs) um and apparently that's a really intense thing for some people to walk into (laughs) and that is totally okay Mm -hmm. um but we've chosen to just take that somewhere else really like yeah that's that's what it is about like creating a space of love for everyone to enjoy yeah i love that and uh this or the last segment we really got down to um why you do everything and i just really again love how this is such a selfless act that you're doing this for other people to be inspired, feel loved, and having other people um, have this life for themselves mm-hmm. and feel that. Um, so yeah, uh, how do you see yourself influencing the community? Mm, 
I would love to see myself influencing people to just be expressive, be explorative in your style, mm-hmm. um, try new things, be okay to try new things that don't work out and mm-hmm. try them again. Yeah. Um, I think uh, failure in creating kind of is like shunned upon a little bit. Like mm-hmm. people want to look a certain way. Yeah. But maybe it's meant to be the way that it came out instead of the way that you thought that it was meant to come out. 100%. Just being open to the way that it actually is, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, you never know what uh, something's going to be like, especially if you've never done it before, obviously. So I think it's just a matter of, like, letting go of those expectations. And, yeah. Um, So... When I went to some of your uh, events and stuff, there was a collaboration of so many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you get to know these people and find these people? Um, I actually just like love making flyers and like I love networking. Mm-hmm. So I just message people. When I meet people, I one of the, the first things I always ask anyone I meet is, "What do you like to do?" Mm-hmm. Um, cause if what you like to do is what I like to do, then we should be friends. <laughs> or yeah. if you like to do something that's interesting, I want to learn about it. And I think just being able to ask questions and be selfless in conversations mm-hmm. and be interested, that's how you get to know people and create yeah. events like that. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Issa is a very outgoing person. I'll never forget like being on my break at Whole Foods. Um, I was like reading a book called you are a badass by jensen zero uh, yeah i will never forget like you approached me and you were like i don't know why you're reading that book because you're already a badass <laughs> and i was like wow that's so cool and i was like yeah i know that but like it was cool to have like this external validation from a stranger to be like you're already a badass yeah yeah and that goes to show like how open and like outgoing you truly are like you're mm-hmm. just like not afraid to say stuff like that to people and just go around so I can imagine that it really is like kind of natural for you to network yeah and it's funny because like in school I was always like the kid that like they hate to love love to hate because mm-hmm. like I could literally talk to anyone they would move me around the class and I would just talk to anyone that I'm next to mm-hmm. um at every job I've ever had they're like Bella you need to talk less work more but I'm like <laughs> but I love talking <laughs> yeah. but I love everyone yeah <laughs> and that's just who I am yeah, 100%. And I think people, um, if they have, like, some kind of negative, like, thing about you, it's either because they have this part of themselves that they haven't fully healed yet. And so, like, maybe for y- you, they're like, oh, my God, she's super outgoing. Like, I wish I could be that way. And so mm-hmm. instead of, like, try- instead of like using that as inspiration, they're kind of like, oh, she's too she's too outgoing. Like, too she needs – yeah, she's too much. Like, she needs to calm down. But, like – in reality that's like your biggest strength and like that Mm -hmm. is such a huge strength to have in a person thank you Um, you know anything that you dislike about anything in life mm -hmm. is an opportunity for you to love yourself more Mm -hmm. and the more that we love ourselves the more we radiate love out of our bodies and people feel more loved Mm -hmm. love creates love more love more love and that's what it's about yeah that's what it's about love and so you'd get i guess you'd say that love is really how you bring things to this community yeah i mean i love myself i love Mm -hmm. what i do i love sharing i love inspiring i love trying new things and if you don't lead your life with love Mm -hmm. i highly recommend you readjust your perception of yourself i love that okay so i personally 
um, sometimes get embarrassed to say that I am talented, like in music or something, right? Um, but like, here you are, you're just like proudly saying like, I am good at talking to people. Mm-hmm. I am good at making stuff and like actually moving things forward. And you're like out here in the radio with a ton of listeners and you're like proudly saying, I love myself. I do. Yeah. Like, how did you, how did you get there? And I know like when you love yourself, you like radiate that to everyone and everyone just gets inspired to love themselves too. Like, but yeah, like tell me how you got to this place. So when we say things or do things, when we first start doing them, they feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it goes into our brain as a foreign thing. Or when we say I love you to ourselves, it goes into foreign. Um, So there's foreign and familiar. So the more that we do things in repetition, the more they become familiar. And you can really work yourself out of any uncomfortability. So the more that you say I am talented and I can create music, Mm -hmm. the more familiar that's going to become for you. So the foreign idea of it kind of lets go. Yeah. So I actually sit in front of my mirror and Mm. I say, I love you. Over and over and over and over. Yeah. Because the more that I can tell myself that I love myself, the more it becomes familiar. And then it's not weird for me to say it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. It's not weird or embarrassing to probably say, I love you to yourself. Yeah. Or own own that you're awesome. Own that you're talented. Own Mm -hmm. that you're beautiful. Yeah. You are exactly what you are, and you just deserve to love that and honor who you are. Mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. I have a lot of reflection to do after this. <laughs> I love this. Um, so, Issa, uh, I mean, right now, you're already, like, influencing me and, like, changing the way I kind of see things. Um what positive change are you hoping to see in Utah and in your business? Mm. I would love uh, for more, I would love to attract more like-minded people in my pathway as Mm -hmm. an artist. I really value creatives that are intellectual and driven and I've recently stepped more into that. So I really just hope that my journey continues forward in that direction so I can learn to grow with more people that are like me. I love that um okay so speaking of growing that aspect uh what is your next step for your work and what events do you have planned coming up um so i currently sell some of my stuff at ninth and ninth downtown Mm -hmm. at music and books which is a really really cool local like shop with tons of cool things yes everyone go check that out yes i have recently collaborated with a local music group called mixed emotions and they have asked me to collaborate with them on a fashion show (gasps) that's going to be coming up july 16th and i'm really excited about that Oh my gosh. Um, it's going to be all handmade, alternative, custom streetwear. Mm-hmm. We're going to have tons of local vendors there. It's going to be at Sugar Space downtown. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, it's definitely an event you're going to want to be checking out. We put a lot of work into planning it. All right, cool. So, this is July 16th? Yes. At Sugar Space? Sugar Space, yeah. Sugar Space. Okay, cool. All right, guys, go check out their fashion show. Mm-hmm. That sounds really dope. Yeah, you should come. Okay, <laughs> I am down um yeah and then we're about out of time so it's been a pleasure getting to know you more and just like getting your uh getting to know your journey and how you run things um yeah where can people find your stuff how can they follow you on social media 
Um, so Is It Jade's pretty much my platform on everything. It's I-Z-A-A-J-A-D-E. Mm-hmm. If you add .com, you can find my website. I actually made a promo code for this event. If you use KRCL on my website, you get 20% off for the next 24 hours. Amazing. Um, I'm open to receiving any messages or anything. I love people. So I would love to see new faces on my platform. All right, you heard that, guys. That'll be isaj.com. She has a promo going on, KRCL, um, 20% off. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, Isa, it was so such a pleasure to get to know you. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we hop off? I would just like to say thank you for the opportunity, and I want to remind people to say yes more. Awesome. Saying yes leads to more opportunities. I love that. All right, guys. You've heard it first here at KRCL 90.9. This is also Issa's first time on the radio. <laughs> so that's pretty amazing. But yeah, so, okay. So we have the 9th and 9th Book and Music Gallery where she sells all her stuff. And it's a really dope place. You all should check it out. We also have the fashion show coming up July 16th. It's their work. And we also have the Utah Arts Festival next month from June 23rd to 26th. And that, up next, we have Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman. And then Thursday Night Psych Out with Mike. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to KRCL 90.9. This has been so fun. I'm Efro with Issa tonight. And yeah, hope you all have a good night. I feel so empowered and inspired. And I'm just so grateful to have women like Issa that exist. Yay. So Thank you so much. Of course. But yeah. Uh, have a good night, guys. Woo! It might take a while for that rusted-out Geo Metro in your garage to become vintage, so why not donate it in the meantime? KRCL's vehicle donation partner, Cars Inc., will tow your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat, give you a tax receipt, and cut a check to KRCL. That means your college Subie can fuel Sagebrush Serenade, and your 1980 station wagon can power women who rock. For details on donating your vehicle to KRCL, drop by the support tab at krcl.org. Support for KRCL comes from Mark Miller Subaru and their Love's Diversity Initiative. Mark Miller Subaru is a proud community partner of Project Rainbow, spreading love together this Utah Pride Month. Learn more at projectrainbowutah.org or markmillersubaru.com. People Helping People is hosting an in-person job fair this Thursday from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at Neighborhood House, 1050 West, 500 South in Salt Lake City. Everyone 18 plus is welcome. More details at phputah.org.